0: Give me the green light give me just one no I'm ready to go right now
1: I'm ready to go right now Cause I'm ready to go To episode eighty-five of the Greenlight Podcast, POC E phrase. It is MBA Mock Draft twenty twenty-one time. Year four,
0: year four of the, of the mock draft on the Greenlight Pod, I believe.
1: Year four of the mock draft. um We really, will, to, we really need to create like a slide of like what we predicted and then what actually happened. I've been historically pretty bad.
0: <laughs> historically bad but there's not one take that i'm more proud of than the phoenix sun should take Luka Doncic number one what was this three or two three years ago yeah. I, I i just i i was so confident i was like no that deandre is bad obviously we said deandre Aydin, they're in the finals and it, what it is but you were, I, you I, were on I,
1: it i admittedly i think i said it like multiple times i do remember saying like i don't know enough. I know he's really good. I just don't know enough, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I've watched 40 <laughs> hours of film of the guy. Like you I mean, knew more about him than I did, so you were more confident. All I had was nice I and door. door. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't do I didn't do enough research on him. Obviously, historically, that's a that's a pretty good pick. If, uh, you,
0: look, if you look back on that draft and before we get into this, and obviously everyone makes such a big deal of Luca and Trey Young and all that. I think both of them,
1: the teams won though.
0: Yeah, I, that's – I hate that – That's my that was my actual question. I hate that the comparison or whatever is still going on. I get that Atlanta gave up draft cap – or I guess Dallas, was it? No, Atlanta gave up draft capital to take um, – to Trey. To I guess they you have an extra pick. But at the end of the day, like, they're both fits. They both – I mean, Trey's taking the Eastern Conference Finals. Luca's probably top five player in the league almost probably at this point. Um, and after these Olympics, I think – might be up there even further, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a both a way. And this is a perfect theme as we get into this of where you take a guy might not, it might not, may might not be the fourth best player, the fifth best player in the fourth or fifth slot. There's so much more in terms of team needs and fit and culture. And I think, um, 100%. I think honestly, this draft more than anything, I had such a hard time figuring out okay, who's an actual fit versus who's actually the best talent. Um, and, and it'll be really unique to see.
1: Yeah, I think we're gonna have cra- I-, I think we're gonna have a lot of differences. I got I got a little weird with it when uh, 11, 12, 13, 14. But before that, just an overall overarching statement that I'm so sick of hearing and we've been hearing it for maybe 15 years of like actual draft coverage is he needs to get bigger, he needs to get stronger. he's not that fat. But, like, the same shit we've been hearing about Steph Curry, we're hearing about guys now, like cam thomas like for example like well he's just a shooter you know he doesn't defend it all that well and blah blah blah. it's like dude so many people were so wrong i'm i'm done with the body like the anyone can play if you can shoot and score or you have like a very niche focus you can play in the league like i don't care like it's unbelievable i'm done with saying well who's he going to defend shit he'll figure it out
0: like they'll hide them. They hide bad defenders in this league. I would say it, we have found ways to hide bad defenders. Now, yes. if that's what your like your calling card is, if like that's your, your versatility, if you're not a good shooter, if you're not even like that's a so you got to be.
1: If you're not a good shooter or score, you got to be Scotty Barnes.
0: Yeah, I mean Scotty Barnes. I mean we'll, we'll get into that, but that's like the opposite. Yeah, I mean even like I got like DeAndre Hunter was fourth overall. DeAndre Hunter, I mean he's a he's a solid shooter. He's very athletic and great, but like you go in top five, I mean, it's versatility with him. It's it really, I think of anything, and it's interesting because now like there's not that, I mean, you talk about guy like Giannis can guard anybody, can play anybody, LeBron can, but there are ways, I mean, we, we've seen this, you can hide guys, you can just, hide, now, it might not win you the finals as we saw, like Phoenix. Yeah, you at, may not be able
1: to play, you in, play, the
0: you can play exactly. in the regular season. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, there's a multiple different uh, positions where we've seen historically where guys have been selected and had all these questions and, and honestly, like things overblown and also things that like, I think we all also value certain things over. I mean, so I'm tired of just perfect three and we'll, we'll get into it, but this is the perfect three and D guys, the perfect three. And that's it. And I know you have someone in your mind for this and it won't be on your mock. Um, of a perfect yeah. perfect three and d guy and we'll get to that okay. um i I, would say
1: two, I have two other like um statements one jalen johnson will not be a lottery pick okay. and the first trade will not be in the lottery so the first trade i think it will be in the teams because i think that's where this draft gets a little like i don't know i i think there are legitimately like 15 guys that could go 15 to 22 you know like there's a lot of guys that could get drafted in there that nobody would necessarily be surprised about um there's some upside guys there's some more okay like three four-year college guys that are you know whatever but um all right let's get into it man before we go on a whole rant here
0: um can we all, last thing I will say about too, And I know I, I haven't di- I didn't dive into his as much because I feel like other years. What was the outlandish take last year? Not outlandish, that Kevin O'Connor had as his number one player. I remember it was a theme. It was um, it was one. It was the point guard I think that went to Detroit. Um, I can, That was I cannot think of who it is. I'm just happy at least that this year. I mean, not that there haven't been. There seems like a pretty clear cut top four. And I don't think like there's like, there's no way that you can make a, a crazy, crazy, um, a crazy, I don't know, try and like leap that, I don't, no one's saying that there's a chance of uh, Jonathan Kaminga or Scotty Barnes going number one, which I, last year, I mean, I used to say- Did, the, didn't, but, he, didn't he have Denny,
1: the guy from Tel uh, Aviv?
0: Yes, Denny, yes. yeah. uh, or one, one of those guys. Um, okay. and, and it was just, I, regardless. This, it seems like very clear cut as at least for the first, maybe four or five picks five anything Orlando can go a number of different ways. And then like you said, it does, it opens up very, very, very different.
1: Yeah. I would say too. Um, this is, this is a good draft. man. This is a strong draft. It's not anything, you know, like top five or anything yet. Um, but it's a very good draft in the top 10. Like you really can't go wrong with a lot of these guys just no. really, again, like you said, Fit, need. What's going to help us win right away? Are you going to trade to try and get more value later? Who knows. Um, all right. So how do you want to do it? You want to go? We'll alternate to those first.
0: Yeah. Right? I'll, yeah. We'll alternate. You. Okay. Oh, uh, I think, you think we know what number one. one. Are we both, take Cunningham, to Detroit. Yep. Um, I think never no, it's 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 one of those things where I think the best comp I've heard, not best comp, but everyone talks about. I Ben Simmons was the number one guy going into college. Right? Same, same with Cade. The difference I think you see here is a lot of these one-and-done guys that they were the only guy on their team. They go to a, a non-power program, just kind of how um, Cade was at OSU. Not that they haven't been good, but, like, he was the guy. Ben Simmons at LSU couldn't even make the tournament. And a lot of these guys, like, outside, like like you said, you have Mello. Like, if you're getting comparisons, like, to Mello leading you to a Final Four as a freshman, like, he actually had it. They were, like, a four seed in the tournament, and he led them, like, offensively, defensively. He can shoot it. Um I think he would prefer. I mean, he really would have loved Houston to have gotten the number one pick and stay uh, to go back home in Texas. Um, but un- unbelievable, um, unbelievable talent. And I think Detroit, I mean, it's, it should be a no brainer, in my opinion.
1: Support for the Green Light podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code greenlight at manscaped.com. Listen, fellas, we've all been there. We've tried to trim down there using a million different things. Stop it go with manscaped it's the easiest one your balls will thank you again 20 percent off free shipping with the code green light at manscaped.com
0: so number two though i don't know if you're gonna stick to uh i think this is everything's been pretty i would say status quo everyone is kind of picking the same i'm rocking board. the boat i'm rocking the boat i am as well i uh and I'm gonna harken back to um, to another Houston. Well, honestly, it feels like no one has taken more bigs and more centers than the Houston Rockets. From Mikelijevic to Ralph Sampson to Yao Ming, and I think they they turn back the clock. I think they bring in Evan Mobley, and I think the potential comparison. And I know, and I'm clearly obviously biased, and 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 it's my hero growing up, but. I don't think anyone reminds me more of Ralph Sampson than, than Evan Mobley in terms of just how fluid he is as a big. The way he can catch it in the post, he can go over his shoulder, he can catch the elbow, he can create, he can shoot. I love his versatility, and I think Houston is like so they've stripped everything down. I know they have a couple pieces right now, but if you want, I think you just you need a building block and. I, Honestly, I'm, I haven't watched that much of Jalen Green in the G League stuff. I obviously, a lot of people have him going to Houston as just being a bigger talent. But if I am, if I'm Houston, I I would go Evan Mobley here um, and build my team around him and, and his versatility. Okay, so we're already different. I don't. I, again,
1: okay. I think that's uh, solid logic. Um, I'm going Jalen Suggs. Purely based on I think he could be I, – I think Jalen Suggs is the second best player in this draft. I'll leave it at that. I think he's the second best player behind Cade Cunningham. Um, we've both been Suggs fans all year. Like, we've both – every time we talked about him, we we're like, dude, this kid is unbelievable. I also will say from what I – my research, our research, listening to other – this this draft in particular has, like – Every it seems like most are like really good human beings. You know what I mean? Like there's like no like head cases. There's nobody who has like a bad rap. Like for the most part, everybody's like a really good kid. I think Suggs is leading the way in that category, which is always good. Um, yeah, man. I just think Suggs does it all. He's an elite defender. He can score at multiple levels. He's great in transition. Great ball handler. Unbelievable IQ. So to me, it's more like your your pick might be a better fit. For me,
0: yeah, I just I just think Suggs has like a higher the, ceiling, so I'm like, just go get the best player. I like him too. I think long term, like I think he is your. I think he's a franchise point guard. I think he's a winner. I think he's just an absolute stud. I mean, he's my favorite player probably in college basketball this past year. If You watch him on both ends. He'll guard. He'll sit down. He'll guard he and create. He can shoot. Um, I, I love Suggs. I, so I don't I don't I don't blame you for that at all. I, I think I, I I like Mobley just because of. I don't know. I've just been really high on Mobley early on. I I, would, I think that Houston is so far away um, that my only reason going that I think you it's even if you look in this draft, like you look at probably the top five, maybe four of the top like six guys are mostly guards. Um, you could say like Mobley and Scotty Barnes. Um, once you get out of that, I think it'd be easy. I think they're going to continue to not be very good. I think they could find elite guards in future drafts. I think it's going to be hard to find multiple Adam Mobley's. So that's why I'd go with that. But I also, well, you said, I I love Jalen Suggs. And honestly, if it wasn't for Kate Cunningham, I think like Jalen Suggs could be a number one pick for Detroit too. So. All
1: right. So the next pick are the First. Cleveland Guardians sister team. Um, man, we should have a Wait, if you're Cleveland,
0: pause that for a second. Is it the worst name? Is it like a good, decent name? What is your take on that?
1: Dude, to be honest with you, man, I just think people want to hear themselves bitch and moan. I could care less what you call my teams. I root for New England. I I don't think you could ever change Patriots. But if you wanted to call them the Guardians, of the fucking New England Galaxy, call them that. I don't care. Like, are we winning or not? That's where my mind is. I understand that there's like an entirely different conversation around this because there's like a whole like. We are offending an entire group of people mm-hmm. by doing this but then there's like the other side where like actual indians and our native americans are coming out and saying like yeah no we're, we were cool with it so like the whole thing
0: is just terrible. like a disaster I think my takeaway from it was this is going to be a name that uh, all of america trashes for it. it's like cornyness or whatever but then cleveland's going to defend it to the death because they've got a couple gargoyles on a bridge that are the guardians of traffic, and it's going to be something like Cleveland. Like, and Taylor Evans, you're listening to this. No offense, I'm yeah. not, to, but it is such a like Cleveland is. They're, they're very protective and defensive of their things. And so for Cleveland, I hope I hope they're happy. Um, but off that now, the, the <laughs> Cavaliers. Okay, so I got Mobley
1: because the Cavs haven't drafted a big guy in like six years. Um, yeah. So I, I got Mobley going three to the Cavs. I think, you know, they only have uh, Kevin Love, which like maybe uh, Larry Nance and Jared Allen. So they, they could use a generational big, um, you know, to build
0: around Sexton and, and Co. So, yeah, yeah I got Mobley. I, I, I agree. I think I have – I haven't taken Jalen Green just because I think most people think Jalen Green's going to go two. I'm um, dropping. I think they would be ecstatic because, I mean, they've gone guard heavy – past few years there's always rumors that they're going to trade colin sexton which is interesting like i don't i they're at this weird spot cleveland is where i feel like they've taken people uh, under the premise like one like obviously they had john beeline thinking they're going to run that system and run that and then they pivot and i feel like they're almost like caught in this in between of like do we keep going this course and build around um the guys that were here and, and eventually transition, or do we yeah, do we trade Colin Sexton, do we switch things up? And so I, I think at that point, I, as much as I, I, I don't trust, I would rather have Jalen Suggs here by far. Like, if Jalen Suggs is on the board, which he is on mine, I would take Jalen Suggs, but they don't really have room for him. So I'm going to say they're going to take Jalen Green, which even though I said he's not much bigger, he's not like a winger, he's still six five. he's still smaller. I think that there's more flexibility there um, and they can play him off the ball and they can, they're just going to take the most talented person. And honestly, who knows? They might potentially trade this, this pick. Um, but I, I have, I have Jalen Green here. It'll be interesting though. Cause he's a G, League. he's the first big, big G league guy. You no. Know? Right. Uh, there's top five projection.
1: Yeah. There's, there's a couple, um, but yeah. Um, okay. So you have green at four. Toronto. This was a really tough one for me because I'm actually not high on him, but I think there's a connection there with the head coach and him based on where he's from. So I go Jonathan Kaminga. Interesting.
0: Uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, we played against him in high school. He's played for like six high schools. Um somehow he got worse defensively in the G league. Like, and I think it's probably because he played a lot of teams that I was coaching and we didn't have anyone that was worth guarding for it. Like, I just don't think he's really been challenged and I don't even know if he was in the G league. And I don't mean challenged based on like not playing good people. I mean, challenged, like really challenged from a coach. So I think he needs to go somewhere where like, he's going to be held accountable. I think playing behind now, we don't know what's going to happen with Lowry, but um I think playing behind him helps. Uh, I don't know. I, this was a weird one for me. I think it's just another, like, super talented guy. And I was like, you know what? Let's just have him at four.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, I went, I want to say, like, chalk here. And I put Jalen Suggs. Everyone thinks he's going to go. there. Everyone thinks he's going to be the Kyle Lowry uh, replacement. Um, I couldn't I drop him any further than that. I think if, if he did, teams would be – if Jalen Suggs somehow makes it to five, I think there'd be teams knocking down Orlando's door knowing that they've got point guards. They've got Cole Anthony. They've got, um, uh, Markel Fultz. They've got guys that they're not going to take a point guard. I think they'd be knocking down their door to try and trade up if he made it any further than that. So I think I have Jalen Suggs going number four. Um, I I, I obviously spoke out how highly I am on him. Um, number five, I'm curious your thoughts because, I'm literally, like, joking, like, being sarcastic, called what everyone is mocking uh, Orlando pick. I've called literally since he, like, stepped foot at FSU. I'm like, oh, this guy is going to be the next Orlando Magic pick. I'm curious who you have and if if we both have the same person.
1: Uh,
0: No. So you
1: have Scotty Barnes, I assume, and I have –
0: Wait, what? Who do you have? I have Scotty Barnes, who is It's just Jonathan Isaac two-point. It's, it's Jonathan Isaac plus. I think he's better than Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. But you've got a – like, how many times has Orlando just taken a really long athletic um, – not a project, but, like, even, like, Mo Bamba. Like, Mo Bamba is, like, even though he's a center, is bigger. It's just they're looking for length. They're looking for athleticism. They're looking for creativity. So I, I have them taking um, Scotty Barnes. Now, one who do you have? And then I want to say who I would like Orlando to take instead.
1: So I have them taking Jalen Green and basically just yeah. bolstering their already pretty decent guard roster who yeah. can just score. Um, and I did this too because, I can, man, I battled with Scotty Barnes and Jalen Green here. Um, I have Green, but with Orlando having five and eight, I think they can get really aggressive. And wow. so I yeah, I don't know. I just went with the best score. I said, you know what? Like this dude absolutely crushed it scoring wise in the G League. Um, Orlando might as well just get another 15 to 20 point score. Dude, when you look at their roster, it's like, how are they not better yet? I mean, they got
0: good players, man. Like good players. I mean, it it really I it, it doesn't I mean it, it was great. I, I always that this was the year, like they traded. Vucevic at the deadline, like I, and then it's just like reset. And I know they've had injury problems. I know even like Cole had a good year, but and still didn't. But I don't know. I mean, it's it acquired a lot of talent. You go on Mo Bamba's not been what I think what they expected. But then at the same time, like I, I don't say they're not like a piece away, but they also they're not bottom of the, they're not like Houston where it's a full like reset essentially. So. Yeah, we'll see. But what? who I really, I think, to stay on your theme of bolster, keep, like, pouring on the guards, I would love, absolutely love, for James Booknight to go to Orlando and reunite with Cole Anthony, what would have been the PSA Cardinals backcourt that going into their senior year, Booknight, I think it was a torn ACL, and Cole basically had to put the team on his back. But I think the two of them, and obviously, like, Markell plays into this, um, I think even you could potentially. I don't. You could maybe play all three of them together, but like book and Cole, I, I I would love to see that combination. Um, and then Orlando has another pick at what at eight. eight. So I think eight. you can take a yeah, or you can take a, not a, flyer, a a more athletic. I think you can take one of his more athletic guys, like a even a, a Kaminga or even I mean whoever you want to take.
1: But, but you have Orlando taking Barnes, right? I have
0: Orlando taking Barnes. As my head says, my heart, if, if I was an Orlando fan or if I was in the front office, I would take Booknight. I'm very, very high on James Booknight. And I think he's been skyrocketing more. Like, he's, 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 he's really – he's impressed, guys, in his workouts and the combine. Um, he's a hell of a shooter. But I do have Scotty Barnes going to Orlando. All right. So, our top five, mine is Cunningham, Suggs, Mobley,
1: Kaminga, Green. Yours is Cunningham, Mobley, Green, Suggs, Barnes. Yeah okay so at six with the thunder i have scotty barnes going um i mean like he are we confident he's gonna get a jumper like how like i i feel like i'm almost like a walking contradiction about scotty barnes because i love him and he can defend anybody but I constantly say, like, if you can't shoot, how are you gonna play in this league? And like, I don't know. I mean, Ben Simmons somehow does it, and like, shit, Markel Fultz somehow does. So I guess you can. But is he gonna get it, or is he just gonna turn into like
0: this journeyman who just can guard it? I don't know if it's gonna happen. I think the perfect spot, honestly, for him could be like Golden State, where he doesn't have, where he can be like the Draymond type and be kind of involved. I don't think he'll fall all the way to seven and I don't even know if Golden State's going to stay there, but I agree. I mean, he's so talented. He wasn't, honestly, I was very high on him. He played with Vernon Carey in high school and AAU. And I always said in the jumps like Scotty Barnes is the best player on this team It's better than Vernon. He's more versatile. He was a year younger, but then I also thought he was going to be better at Florida state than he was. And I don't know if maybe that's from just Leonard Hamilton playing a team concept and, and, Having a lot of talent on that team, um, but I thought he was just going to be an absolute monster, like twenty and ten a night at Florida State. Wasn't he's he's just
1: like not a creative type. Even though he played point, it's tough. Like he can he can he can make plays for other people, but he's not necessarily going to go get you
0: a bucket at all. He's a playmaker, but he's also kind of like I don't want to say he's in slow motion. He's not like unbelievably quick. Crazy fast and quick. You know. Like he can, that's why I think I would love to see. I mean, if you could put him, if you put him, if you put James Wiseman on the block with the Warriors, and you put him in the high post, and you got Steph and Clay, and I say I don't want to say he's taking Draymond's role, but like, and you are able to like let him create out of that, like that would be ideal. But I do have, I don't, I have him going to OKC um, because I I, actually no, I'm sorry. Wait, no, who do you no? I'm sorry, I actually take that back. I have Scotty Barnes going to Orlando. Yeah. I have Book Knight going to Oklahoma City, um, preparing him with Shea Gilgis Alexander, uh, um, and and trying to kind of re reestablish that uh, that backcourt uh, that they had humming with Chris Paul. I mean, they they were good. Like the two of them were good together, and they just obviously they traded and they stripped it down. But I think Book Knight can step in. The two of them can play well together. All right. Well, that works well, because at seven for the Warriors, I have book Knight going
1: there. And I just think if they if, if, if the Warriors can get him, dude, imagine having a guard who can get by people like just as well as Curry can, if not better off the dribble. It's insane how good he is. He can, I think he's the best ball handler in the draft. And I don't think it's close. Um,
0: it's scary. That getting would be- into the
1: paint and just surrounding the shooter and he can shoot it. He's not like Steph and Clay, but he can shoot it. Um, so yeah, man, I, I almost picked that cause I wanted it to happen. Like, I, I don't even know if he's going to be there, but I got book night at seven. Who you got?
0: So I actually, I mean, it's interesting. I went similar with that with seven. I actually went, it might be a reach. I have some guys have, going, but I think once now you're in this territory, you see guys going all the way from like, like seven to like maybe 16 or so. It's all, all kind of mixed in. Um, uh, I have Dave, I have Davion Mitchell because right. I think he is still, He's a, he shot 40, 44.7% from three now, uh, and played on basically a, a three-headed monster of guards at Baylor where I think he can fit in with those guys. He is an unbelievable defender on ball, off ball, I mean, at everything. I mean, he can create his own shot. He's going to be able to, I mean, if he's, let's say he shot, he went 31, he shot 31% of his first two seasons, 45% as a junior. That's a big leap, dude. A big leap, and It could be an outlier. Like, it could be an outlier. Yeah,
1: but honestly, I don't know, man. To do that for a season is not. I to me, that's like, all right, you put the work in, which is a good sign.
0: Yeah, and, and so my, th- I think that in terms of the one of the comps, I think is ironically with um, Kevin O'Connor had he it, had it, it shades of. It was like Drew Holiday, Donovan Mitchell, and I think if you have a guy that's vers like. The whole thing with the Warriors has always been versatility, and if he can guard, if you can put him on guys, if he can create or he can spot up, I I, I like that. Uh, I like that pick for them um, if they get now. But who knows? What who would you have at seven with the that you had? Book night
1: seven. I had book
0: night. Yep. So I, that would be scary in itself. So yep. what about eight? As we move back to Orlando,
1: this is yeah, this has happened uh, a couple times now. But I have Mitchell at eight um for all the exact same reasons you just said and i also just think too like i like that they're kind of bolstering their guards right like orlando go ahead and if they maybe they'll trade you know i know i said before we even got started here i don't think there's going to be any trades in the lottery just because i think there are enough good players to go around um maybe they will and they'll double down for a couple picks later in the first i don't know but i have davion mitchell at eight who you got
0: so I, this is one I went back and forth with a lot and I wasn't entirely certain. And, and honestly, you, I, 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 I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me is if you're looking at Orlando, I think the biggest thing they could use is shooting. And I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely hate doing this. But oh my I'm god, put, I'm putting Corey Kisner. Oh. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I don't want to do it.
1: You will not hear his name come out of my mouth for the lottery. <laughs> you will so not obviously hear
0: it. it. Earlier in the podcast, there's one clear person um, that, I mean, it's funny because we were so high on Gonzaga all year and like unstoppable and beatable, And then they just like completely flipped you know, up he, on him. He,
1: he looked slow and exposed in that championship game, man.
0: I don't know. Look. And, and, and so, my my thing is. I don't know. I, I, I It was re- It's a reach. It's an absolute, absolute reach. Yeah. But I just think they're the type. Like, but if you're taking Scotty Barnes, and, I'm, and this is just based off the other picks, I'm going. If you're taking Scotty Barnes, you have more length. Not an incredible shooter. Like Cole is a streaky shooter. Streaky shooter. Markel Fultz is obviously not a shooter. Uh, Jonathan Isaac not a shooter. Move Like, you have to find it somewhere. And so um, I, I just went. I went Corey Kispert. Honestly, you could probably say like maybe Moses Moody. You could maybe say there's a lot oh of guys. guys. A lot of that could go there but sure. yeah, I I, 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 it's a reach. I'm just going out and left. I'm not gonna say Corey Kispert at number eight. All right,
1: Sacramento hate it itself, but yeah, here, here. Sacramento where uh, as of recently, maybe I don't know, at least five, seven years, players just like go to die. Um, I have funds... Wagner, Michigan. I like him, man. He's a versatile defender. You know, he can guard a couple of different positions. And I just think he can shoot the three. So he he gives you some offensive capabilities right away, which you're always going to need. So I don't know, man. I went Wagner. Where did you have him? Uh, At number nine. I Uh, I was going to say, we're kind of due for our
0: first since Cunningham to be the same. Yeah, I had Wagner as well. And... Thing uh-huh. Is like, Wagner, Wagner, Wagner. It's kind of crazy because he was definitely I mean Mo his brother had a much, much better college career, and I was like the guy at Michigan. And Franz more just kind of like fit in with that team this past year. They're obviously, a really good team. Uh, but then like Mo go Mo go maybe like late first, maybe early second, and then Franz is gonna be like a lock like lottery pick. Um I don't know. They apparently they're being really aggressive in trade talks too, but like they're so set in the backcourt with Fox and Halliburton that I think uh, you have to have some type of like flexible guy that can play off of them and can space the floor. Um, and so, yeah, I, I go, I, I went Wagner there as well.
1: All right. Uh, number 10, New
0: Orleans. Uh, let's see if we can go. No, not New, no. not New Orleans. Not New Orleans. The trade went through today. Shit. It was Memphis, New Orleans trade.
1: Oh damn, that kind of throws me for a loop,
0: right? And, and it threw me up because I originally actually had Kisper going here. Andrew. but um,
1: well, I had I had originally the uh, dude Chris Duarte from Oregon because he's a shooter, and Zion needs shooters. So now, so yeah, so I now mean, it is
0: Memphis, cool. and it is because they were basically Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and two future first, including what was this tenth pick went to Memphis, uh, New Orleans to brought back Valanciunas in the seventeenth pick. Um, basically, New Orleans is trying to create cap space so they can match, one, they can try to match any Lonzo deal potentially um, as a restricted free agent. And two, um, they're gonna try and do the same thing with, um, um, why am I literally blanking on his name from Villanova? Um, Josh Hart. Uh, so Josh Hart, they both, so they're trying to create cap space. Yeah, this trade so must yeah. have
1: happened like about hour, two hours ago.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a Woj bomb at, uh, this afternoon. So this is a Memphis pick, um, yeah. and the rumor with this—I don't want to say the rumor—but like I, this is me basically just going off what other people are telling me. Now I did see, um, I did watch him um, a little bit in I guess which you whichever U.S. Oh, the USA Australia game, um, but I'm going Josh Giddy um, the from yeah he's guard from Adelaide, um, and basically what they. I, what everyone's saying is that he they want someone that can kind of play as an off ball on ball with with John so they wanted to get off the ball or either way uh, I mean crazy and shot he was very six eight two oh five um, I mean he's not a great shooter but he's a really good playmaker um, and so yeah I think and that's that's what the rumors like that's who they're they're trying to target so I, I went to Josh Giddy and kind of just went off the the rumors I was hearing
1: at this point, I don't think I can even change my pick. I would need to, like, actually think about it. So I'm just keeping him. Um, but who knows? Maybe it happens. Um, all right. So 11, Charlotte. I had Kai Jones out of Texas, the big dude. Um, he could be pretty I, – I just think this, too, is just, like, a classic MJ pick where, like, it's pure, pure potential. not saying he's not good, but I'm saying – it's gonna take him a while to like really be what you want him to be, you know. He's 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 the potential pick, you know. And I think this is where the draft starts to get really like, man, I don't know, like it could be anybody. So I got Kai Jones. He's super athletic, defends the shit out of it, good shot blocker, you know. You'd be good in the pick and roll, I, you know. I don't know. I got Kai.
0: Yeah, um, and I went with this pick. I went, um, ironically enough, I went um, I went Moses Moody um, because. Honestly, for a couple of reasons. I think one, with Lamelo once again, they need shooting. The same kind of reason with Orlando. So you need shooting. You need a guy that can space the floor. Um, he's a good three-point shooter. He is kind of. I mean, he can shoot. He's a three-and-D type guy. I. He what? What's his length? He's six. He's six four and a half. I mean, I randomly like. I, I think he just provides that space that that they need because Lamelo. You're, I think that you need to keep collecting young guys that are you can build around him. If he's going to be a guy that's going to be getting to the rim playmaking, um, Moody can kind of be um, that that guy and can and switch. And is obviously Gordon Hayward is not going to be the long term answer in Charlotte. And so if you have a guy that can learn or that step into that type of role, um, I went I went Moses Moody in in Charlotte. Okay. Um, all right, down to the last
1: three, San Antonio, Indiana, and then the Warriors again. San Antonio, I went Uzman uh, Garuba.
0: Okay? I just go think what? No, go, go ahead. Is it, did you do the same thing? No, I went with the other, uh, the other international big that I could barely, I can't pronounce his name, so
1: yeah me neither.
0: I, I, Al, Alperin Singun from Mistikas.
1: There you go um all i know about uh, really why i did this too is san antonio is just good it's a good system to be in they can develop players early although popovich is getting all sorts of shit right now and the the dumb twitter basketball fan in me wants to love it because coach k is gone and they're struggling but the sorry to go off on a rant but the actual smart logical basketball fan in me realizes that there are way bigger forces at play here like the NBA players just finished two ridiculous seasons, one COVID-filled, one not. It's been, like, the longest year ever. you got, like, four players coming off really long playoff runs, flying over. Like, there's a lot going on here. And it's just one thing. Everybody breathe. I know we haven't lost in since 2004, but that's what happens when you lose the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you want me to do. Uh, all right. We, wait. I don't even know if we need to talk about this today.
0: Sorry, we just had audio just coming in all over the place from ESPN, just decided to throw it. No,
1: so, I don't even know if we need to
0: talk about this pick. I I know little about Usman. No, and, and to be fair, um, Alper and Singhan, I know little as well. The only thing that I've really read into is he's like a I don't say a back of the basket, but he's just a, a skilled post guy that now Lamarcus Aldridge is gone. Um you know, like Jakob Poto is a you can kind of play like that. Um, so, and they obviously have a thing for international guys as, as, as cliche as that is in San, in San Antonio, I just, I, I, I resorted to, uh, to go on towards that. All right. I
1: got a little weird with it at 13, um, and 14, to be honest, Indiana, I went Zaire Williams. I know he didn't have a great year. Okay. Uh, yeah. But we're trying, we're going to give everybody the COVID benefit of the doubt. He also had, I mean, they like, didn't play at home. They were like living in hotels and stuff. They had a crazy year. So I think he also had a family member die in his family that got COVID. Like, we're giving him the benefit of the doubt. The dude can score the ball. I know he didn't have a great year, but I think right when, once you get out of the top 10, like take a flyer on somebody. Like, who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean, So no, I got to I, a year at 13.
0: I agree. Um, my, at 13, uh, let me pause because I, I realized that I had made a uh, a giant mistake, but uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm taking Keon Johnson from Tennessee uh, because I think he's a guy, he's really defensive minded. He's not a great three point shooter, uh, but he's a really, really, really strong athlete. Um, I think, I didn't realize this or he said that Brogdon is a, um, Brogdon's a, is a free agent maybe after this year. Um, and so they, I think the biggest thing, I, I don't know, maybe this is just another cliche uh, Indiana pick, but taking a guy that um, is going to be a hard-nosed defensive player. I think he's super talented. Um, it's kind of, I think it's probably a reach uh, that high. Um, but I think I also, I, there's some other guys down lower that I don't think that they, I think they're going to, I think Indiana would vote on or, or choose essentially defense rather than offensive um, prospects and awesome potential talent. So I went, I went Keon Johnson in Tennessee.
1: All right. Last one. Warriors. Uh, I got Cam Thomas, man. I just got another scorer. You know, let's just load up with the Warriors. They're going to they only got Clay and Curry in their prime for two more years, three, maybe. (laughs) Um, So let's go for it. I got them just going to load up at the guard and have some backups so that in the regular season, they don't have to play freaking 40 minutes a game like let's go.
0: I actually love that. I, I love, I love cam Thomas was one of the guys that Is like my, um, other people I wanted to just note. Um, I think cam Thomas is awesome. And also it kind of reminds me a little bit, not that he's a little, i say reckless, but he kind of reminds me of how on gold state with Jordan Poole of like, you might have to real middle. I mean, he just, he, he shot it whenever he was just go get a bucket at LSU. It was, he had the ultimate green light. And, um, I, I think that, I I, I like that. I I, I don't have him going that early. I I didn't really – I I didn't have the confidence to to have a team picking him. And then, honestly, my 14th, which it's – hang on my face, honestly, the only reason I have him this low is because I just got to this point and realized there's a lot of people – he probably shouldn't – he's probably going to be top five or top six, and I just forgot about him halfway through, is Jonathan Kaminga finds a way to fall all the way to (laughs) 14th. You didn't pick Kaminga? So – that's uh, I I all we're saying is Kaminga to Golden State. That that we didn't say seven, we didn't say fourteen. Kaminga to Golden. You State. get that shit right, dude. Oh so my that's god. Our, uh, that's that is. Uh, I'm predicting a, a big slide for John and Kaminga. Um, all right, so I think also we say all this stuff in each year. Then I uh, like you like the trade for ten today. Like tomorrow, there's gonna be these trades. It's gonna throw everything off. It's gonna I throw know. who's available, but. and where where we are. So I I don't feel bad about that. He's going to go higher, but... By the way,
1: okay, so a couple things and then we'll close out. Right now, uh, mockdraft.net has Jason Preston going to Brooklyn. Are we buying a Preston Brooklyn jersey? I'm buying a
0: Preston jersey wherever he goes. Wherever he goes. Uh, All right, so that's
1: good. And then last question, does... This is your question before we start recording. Does Luca Garza or I should say do, do Luca Garza or Jay Huff get drafted? Both, either, none. It's pretty insane that Garza is going to end up like one of the best college basketball players ever. I mean, he has to be the best player in Iowa history, right?
0: Unreal, man. Unreal. And I, I may not even sniff it. What was, I, I mean, my answer is I think one of them gets drafted. I think Jay Huff is a G League guy. I think maybe Luca Garza gets a little bit of burn on a team, like gets an opportunity. I think J Hoff actually, i tell you, I think J Hoff maybe would be a two-way. Like, I think like Diakite is a two-way guy on the Bucks. Didn't really play a good tribute. I think maybe you give him a two-way deal. He's gonna spend most of his time in the G League. I think I don't know, Luca. There has to be a place. There has to be a place for him. But what are your thoughts? I don't think so, man.
1: I don't think Jay Huff gets drafted. I would think I would think Garza would get drafted over him, but they're not anywhere to be found, dude. Like anywhere. They're not even like in the conversation. Now, you know, maybe yeah, they go to the G League and then get brought up, but
0: can we just say, and this is not this is not an Ian wants to knock on a Duke, but this is a real thing. If Vernon Carey Vernon Carey, what did he get drafted last I mean, he was second round, I mean, early, I think, beginning. Second round, 32nd pick. So he went second pick at third round. The dude played on the Hornets. Not a good team. And I don't know, he might have been hurt. He might – I don't know exactly what the deal was. Yeah. Uh, But looking at his NBA stats, he averaged six minutes a game, 2.4 points, 1.4 rebounds. You can't tell me that – you cannot. Okay, he only played 19 games, so yeah. he must either been hurt or DNP's. But in those 19 games, it's not good. You can't tell me Luka Garza can't give you at least two and two and one. I mean, he can definitely give you two and one. I... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's just it's an it's a weird. Obviously, we talk about these guys just flexibility and be able to play all these different positions and all that. Um, and now the. You know, I mean, look, at, I mean, Evan Mobley is a, is a five. Like I said, I've compared him to Ralph Sampson. He's a five. But then you have these other fives that are talented, strong college players that won't get any looks because you don't have the mobility. If you're going to get burned on ball screens, like, um, uh, like my, our boy drew Timmy, I mean, unfortunately did in the college. In the, and I honestly think that's why drew Timmy stayed in college this year is so exposed, trying to guard on, on the perimeter. Um, your 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 the ceiling is uh, ceiling is, never, is the roof. Ceiling is the roof, but also over under uh, fifty seven times that Jay Billis says uh, wingspan.
1: Oh man, uh, we'll go over for sure
0: because uh, he plays into it now, which is like oh and his wing is like drink like it's a drink game at home.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Great yeah. wingspan, great intangibles, great, yeah. high ceiling, high motor. <laughs> Yeah. All the, the, the
1: wingspan is that, but this kid is just a straight up athlete. Yeah. He's, he's definitely going to crush it with the wingspan. Um, that about wraps it up. We will post these uh, on the gram so everyone can uh, criticize us. Wait, who was your last one? 14. Oh, Kaminga.
0: <laughs> it's a two for one special. It's a, it's a two for one special with golden state. So I can say, I'm just saying golden state. Um, here's the audio clip. Golden state takes Davion Mitchell. Golden State takes Jonathan Kaminga. That's it.
1: Yeah. That's the audio clip. We didn't
0: specify. Uh, we are... I just want to put this on the record, The one person I don't really know anyone's talked about that I think is like going to be a second-round pick that's going to find a way for, like, a role in the NBA and it's going to be, like, a, a really solid backup point guard for a while is McKinley Wright from Colorado. I don't know why. Uh, he's a little small. He's a little undersized. He's six feet. But I love McKinley Wright. I just want to put down the record. I don't know if he gets drafted. I don't know if he just signed a free agent deal, but um, I love McKinley Wright.
1: Okay, last thing. Do the Knicks blow it?
0: They need, I've seen, I, I, I take a point guard. I'm going to take Sharif Cooper. I've seen him say Trey Murphy potentially as well. I've seen. I would a, rather him take Trey Murphy, man. I mean, someone's 40% got a
1: three point shooter.
0: Yeah. They got no shooters. Someone has to replace Kevin Knox because we
1: all know that was. Bro, I'm so, I'm so much more uh, Trey Murphy. Not okay. saying, Sharif. I mean, she, look, you got D. Rose for another two years. Not saying he's the best point guard, but.
0: The biggest knock on Trey Murphy is he can't create, he's Not he won, at least Virginia he didn't create his own shot. I don't think you're going to have to worry. Like you don't really necessarily want him as nice. You, you run him off like, some screen. RJ, exactly. You want him. You need floor spacers. Yeah. RJ is not like, like he can mix in with RJ. I mean, I'd be very happy with Trey yes, Murphy. Yeah, sit
1: his ass in the corner. No, he'll, he'll find a home. He'll find yeah. a home. I, yeah, I would much that. rather have Trey. All right. Hey, we're 14 episodes. 14 episodes from triple digits. That's impressive. Uh, Next
0: episode, we'll, we got to talk um, – massive potential shifts in terms of conference alignment yeah that's gonna be big 12 uh, might be done big 12 big 12 might be done
1: might just dissolve yeah um all right that wraps it up all right we'll see you probably next week before i take off for vacation let's get it um and that's it man keep the ball bouncing lately i've been feeling like this what i've been working towards if you ain't trying to be the boss and tell me what you're working for certain doors are closed but now they opening up celebrating with some shots maybe poke on a couple plus russell's up next and i got this crazy like britney and the love so toxic got a wall up i'm trying to infiltrate a conscious taking 12 shots like where the cops is come on